I wish that if I was frustrated with my job, I could just ask them to send me to uh, our most successful competitor. <laughs> yeah. She's like, you know what? I'm fucking tired of ad campaigns. I want to go work for Google. Like, yeah. Fucking send me to like, Google. You guys need to trade me to Google. Uh, please figure that out. I, I have like a, I have a, a meat coma that is carried over for days. I was telling Nikki, Tad, um, before you jumped on, so I went to Franklin's when I was in Austin. They, it's not as difficult to get Franklin's now because they're only doing curbside pickup and you have to order online, which is great because I didn't have to stand in line or deal with that whole thing. Cause that was like the first time I came here, it was just like basically impossible. You'd have to get in line at like 9am and basically camp out right. and just sweat your ass off until you right. get your meat. Not ideal. So pro very easy to acquire said meat. You just buy it online. Here's the con, though, depending on how you look at it. You have to buy a minimum of three pounds of meat. They will not allow you to buy anything less. So I had a pound of brisket, a pound of ribs, and a pound of sausage links. I'd heard that their smoked sausages were fire, and they were. Um, and that basically was that was lunch, dinner, lunch, dinner, breakfast <laughs> for the last few days. It's just so much. It's so, so much. much an asshole. Like it's just sitting, like you know, it's just a rock in my tummy. Last night I got home drunk from the bars and just like demolished the rest of the brisket and like used the the white loaves that they gave me to uh, to make some sandwich some sandwiches. I had some potato salad, mustard ba- mustard based potato salad, which I'm not a huge fan of, but I was like, whatever, fuck it. Went, went in Rome, but uh, I also went on a breakfast taco tour. While I was yeah, here, I mean, you have to four places to get breakfast you taco. Have to do breakfast tacos. It was, I had the best breakfast taco. I don't, and I was telling some, I was telling some folks, like some friends of mine, when I was like sharing like pictures and shit. I was like, I don't know why Chicago doesn't have more of a breakfast taco culture. Like, just considering how large the Mexican population you is, would, in Chicago, you really you would, would think that like, but it's different. But it's different though, because like breakfast tacos, that's more Tex-Mex sure. than it is like Mexican. It's not really a Mexican yes. thing. So. You know, you get that in Austin or, or in Texas in general, but man, fresh corn. Like I'm more of a corn tortilla guy, but fresh flour tortillas with some pork belly and a fried egg and some fucking some salsa. Por- I don't like oh, pork belly, man. Oh, Too fatty. Man. Mm. No? Oh, man. Ooh, I love it. so pork good. Or, it actually, it was like pulled, pulled pork, pork, not pork love belly. Pulled pork. Pulled also, unpopular opinion. I don't like brisket. I don't no. like fatty meat. Like, I just don't. And Interesting. I mean, I it slows just, you down uh, for sure. I mean, like, yeah, and Tad's always trying to like yes, operate at his highest yes, level trying of efficiency. To operate at peak efficiency. <laughs> that is correct. Um, as you can see, I'm clearly doing so uh, today. I look a little haggard today. Yeah. Top uh, level, but you know, it's Sunday. Sunday is the day that you get to look haggard uh, and just not care. Um, right, just relax. I'm That's happy for you though. Day. It sounds like you've had some delicious food. Maybe you ate a little too much meat at one point in your journey. A lot. Too much. Way too much. Uh, you know, way too much. I'm happy you're having a good time. I'm happy things are going well. I'm, thanks, man. I'm having a great time. Texas is on their own shit, but, you know, it is what it is. Um, it's nice. The weather was nice last week, so I didn't have to battle the, the winter like I did the week prior. So that's like the other reason why I came back to Houston because I'm like, you know, I didn't really get to do anything. So let's give this another shot. Wait, when do you, when do you come back? So, yeah. 
Uh, right now, I'm scheduled to leave on Sunday, so the following Sunday. So I'll be heading back next Sunday. But I don't know. I'm not in a huge rush to go back home because, like, there's not really much to do right now back home. Like, it's starting to open up. Like, my understanding is the weather's gotten better. So, like, when I get back, correct. it's definitely going to be better. Weather in great. Chicago has gotten better. I can I can um, confirm that as a no, guys. It's Chicago. You're on. You guys are <laughs> yeah, on yeah, fake yeah. spring. We, right, right, right. Be careful. Another week or two. Another week or two, it's back down to 10 degree weather. 100%. You're not wrong. You're, you're not wrong. You're I pissed agree. off the world, so be careful. But I am I am scheduled to head back next Sunday. So that's the tentative plan for now. But I don't know. I'm kind of having fun out here. So I don't know. I could stay out here for the full month. I could stay out here for another couple weeks. You're I haven't decided. We'll see. We'll see. Um, you know, I hadn't thought about it. Now that I'm back out here, I might have to look at the tickets and see what's up. Um, I don't even know if they refunded me for the last one, but yeah, I'm going to take a look I mean, and see what's on schedule. Like they, they will, they will refund you, you for that game though, that. right? Because like, Mm-mm. no, cause they're rescheduling it. So I had to ask for like a special, like thing to get my shit back but like i don't even think it's hit my fucking bank account yet so i gotta take a look actually that's a good reminder but yeah mm-hmm. i'm gonna look at the schedule and see if they're they're not fun right now they've lost like the last like they're like on a seven game losing streak right now yeah they're not playing <laughs> like, great boogie's gone now christian wood is still out like they're not very fun i, I would go watch them play yeah. somebody that's good but i'd have to look at their schedule because like at that time boogie was still on the roster and they were going to play luca like i was look i was luca forward to that that was forced uh that was forced i'm not proud of it not terrible but... you know not my worst um but yeah i don't think you know what? that's a good question i'm gonna look at the schedule see i'm, I'm actually game. currently uh <laughs> currently doing that for you they are they're playing the grizzlies checking it out you know? At seven. Ooh. Nah, I ain't doing that. It's too late. Too late. It's also really hard to find something. Like, all these places are only selling tickets in, like, groups of twos and fours. Like, it's really hard to find a ticket You've for You've got one uh, tomorrow and Wednesday. Yeah. And it's Cavs uh, tomorrow and Wednesday, Nets. Oh, that's got to happen. And you know what? I've got friends here. I might just tell one of my friends, like, yo, let's go to the, see them play the Nets. Ooh, and then that's two people. I'm gonna text Alex right now. Actually, that's a good call. There you go. Love that. Look Tad. Just here to help. My trip. Just here to help. In the clutch. Look at you. Way to go. Way to help. And also, let's with that. Let's let's transition over to show host mode. Let's do it. <laughs> Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, non-binaries of the world, and welcome to nba the podcast that tries to talk nba shit but mostly we just talk shit although we did talk a lot about basketball we talked a lot about meat today i'm your host nikki Quiles, aka world be free wi-fi <laughs> that's a good one i like it thank you I like it uh and that was the voice of my co-host jay my real brother Thank, very smooth. Thank you. Uh, I forgot hey, to say that first. Hey, That's listeners, right. it's your boy Jake Hilas, aka Kyle Lowry's seasoning. Great on steaks. Great on burgers. Fine on steaks. Great on burgers. I make my own seasoning. As, as do I. But you know, at, at a at a lesser point in my life, that's uh, you know, yeah. that's, that's what I was doing. I don't make my own seasoning, but I will one day, maybe. Who knows? Uh, but that was also the voice of our third co-host, my second co-host, the third host, Tad, our brother. Hey, what's up? Melanin. It's Tad, aka I lost my fucking AirPods and don't know where they are, and it's really stressing me out. <laughs> <laughs> He's got those cheap, cheap ones on. The ones oh, that you get at the airport. Man. It's all right. 
Hey, you know what might make you feel better, Tad? If you try to answer oh, Nikki Keeler's yes. pointless stat quiz, yes. a little bit of PSQ. Mm-hmm. That's what the people want. And PSQ. This one has nothing to do with a player and everything to do with teamwork. You know why? Because <laughs> teams are what win. They win championships. Mm. Uh, specifically, San Antonio Spurs. They don't win all the championships, but hot damn, do they make the playoffs a lot. Having the uh, tied for the record, 22 straight seasons of making to the playoffs, which was sadly gone last year. They broke it last season. And that actually made me wonder how many seasons total have the Spurs as an entire organization missed the playoffs? Ooh. And this is including their was, ABA days when they were the Texas as well as the Dallas. I was going to ask. I was going to ask. Yeah. How far are we going? That's, that's um, interesting. How long, have, the way to the beginning. how long have they been around? The first season was 67-68. Okay. Oh, man. I, How I many seasons total can you guess? That they missed the playoffs. That they missed the playoffs. San Antonio Spurs, a team I that is pretty like famous for like, kind of making it a lot. Like, Yeah, I was just about to say. I'm going to say nine times. Total. I was looking at this, and I was like, oh, wow, this really is what – like." Just consistency so many, is. I'm gonna say nine times in the entire history 60, of the organization's like franchise history. How many years is that? Sixty seven, eighty-seven, ninety-seven, oh seven, seventeen, forty-four years, forty-three. No, right? it's gotta be more than that. No, it's seventy seven, eighty seven, ninety seven. Oh, that's what I meant to say. 50, Sorry, fifty. Fifty three. 50, 50. I'm going to say six. Six times. I mean, 22 seasons in a row, they did make the playoffs. So, like, there's something to be yes. said about that. You know what I mean? So, Tad, Jay, you said nine, and then Tad flipped I, the nine to say six. I, I said nine. Really? Tad, you're correct. Six seasons. Damn! Six seasons. Oh. <laughs> I don't know what's more impressive, the fact that Tad got that right or it's only six. That's, that's, insane. that's an insane stat. So low. That, uh, that's outrageous. That's insane. That is the Six that is the epitome of that is the epitome of like of a franchise like franchise level success like just that's the epitome of fucking consistency. Yeah, six seasons in which they didn't make it. Fun fact: in the eighty five eighty six season, they went thirty five and forty seven, placed sixth of six, and they still made the playoffs. Lost in the first round, but. Show me the playoffs. Who gives a shit? That's incredible. Wow. Yeah. Six seasons and a movie. Wow. There you go. Nice. Well wow. done. That was good. Yeah. That was a good trivia Thanks. question. These, quiz. These, are, these, are fun. Quiz. these are fun. I like that one. These are that was a great one. They, I'm just I'm just so happy they had nothing to do with field goal percentage. I was so fucking sick of talking <laughs> about field goal percentage. Yeah, I know, I know. Oh uh here's a bonus. Can you guys tell me who has the uh longest the longest streak without ever winning a championship? What without, team? It, Longest, you mean been around the longest as a franchise and has Uh, longest? No, I'm sorry, longest playoff appearances. Most they like they had they were consecutive playoff appearances. There's a couple teams that have had consecutive playoff appearances quite a a lot. Um, can can you guys tell me what franchise has the longest playoff appearance streak without ever winning? Oh, okay. So I was like, I was like, but they but winning, not appearing, winning. They they make the playoffs, but they never win a championship. Okay, but they could have been in the championship. They just didn't win. 
Exactly. What team has the longest streak of making the playoffs without ever winning a championship? The Trailblazers? That is correct. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's just so amazing well, I just how quickly about, you said that. I just thought they're always in the playoffs, and they have season. never, like, they've never won a title. Yeah. The Trailblazers, oh, that, that, that's second place. Oh, shit. No shit. Utah <laughs> had 20 seasons of making the playoffs. They started literally the exact year after the Trailblazers. Wild. And then in oh. 2003, I believe it was, both teams didn't make the playoffs. Yeah, the J- I think, Damn. Jay, if I'm I had, to... like... I just said the Trailblazers because like it came to mind and I was like, okay, like this is this is like the first thing I can think of. But I honestly think if I'd have like taken a moment or you would have suggested the Jazz, like I would have had a hard time picking between the two. Yeah, yeah. The Portland, the Trailblazers streak is from eighty three to two thousand three, putting them second place all time for longest streak. And then the Utah Jazz went from eighty four to two thousand three, putting them third place all time for the longest playoff making streak but neither team ever won in those uh in those streaks wow that is fascinating good job yeah great question i I honestly like holy like expected nikki's question to be like the spurs have made the playoffs 22 seasons uh like they made the playoffs 22 seasons in a row uh they didn't make the playoffs six seasons and in the six seasons that they didn't make the playoffs what player shot the highest field goal percentage yeah. <laughs> what, was the, what was the team's field goal percentage the, the worst season that they had of the six all right well i guess i'll scrub that question for next week all right jesus you guys already have this shit <laughs> um you know what because we're talking about the spurs i'm gonna do this in a different sort of uh, we're doing the roster a little bit differently. We're already talking about the Spurs, so we're going to continue and talk about this season's Spurs, who are currently the only team in the NBA to have an above 500 record and not have an all-star. Uh, guys, one season of not making the playoffs, and it looks like the Spurs are already back in. Uh, one, I want to know how we're feeling about the Spurs as a team this season. And two, do we think maybe DeMar DeRozan got snubbed from uh, all-star? Uh, Ted, I'm gonna let you go first. I mean, you can make the case for the guy, but I don't like show me one person that made the all star team that didn't deserve it. I mean, that's the thing. The Spurs are playing fine. Uh, you could argue, like, I think an argument you could make is that, like, you could put him in over Zion, who's playing for a Pelicans team that is absolutely fucking terrible. Um, but like, I, I, I don't, I don't know that you can say that, like, he was snubbed, but I certainly think like you can make the case for him to be in in the All Star game um, this season. So I like he's uh, he's honestly playing. It's so weird that like a guy that is like so athletic and long and like depends on like a lot of quickness and like first step and whatnot has actually like gotten better. Like with age, like his game has refined. Like he's refined his game really well. Um, He's having like from a points perspective, like he's having like kind of a down year, but he's he's like below his points per game average by like two points, right? Like he's he's averaging like 20, 20 a game, um, like seven assists or seven boards, uh, or seven assists, five boards. Sorry, I have the numbers right in front of me. Should be able to, uh, you know, read that better. Um, <laughs> he's having a good season, but like it's not. I mean, it's not like earth shattering. I mean, the one thing I'll say is just like the Spurs, man. Like well, we just talked about it, but. Like, holy fuck. Like, Greg Popovich just gets guys to play really, 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 really good basketball. And, like, 
they win games that they realistically have no business, like that they, they should have no business winning. And like, they're just, I mean, they're consistently good. Like, I don't think that this year, I mean, I don't think anybody's out here, you know, going to make the case that the Spurs are, are a legitimate title contender, but like, you know, all you got to do is get in, I guess. And then you got a chance. And, uh, you know, I, I like, the, I, I honestly expected them to finish like 10th, 11th, 12th this season. So like what they're doing is, you know, pretty incredible. Um, just given like, there's not a ton of depth. There's not a ton of talent on that team, but, um, you know, shout out to Greg Popovich, shout out to DeMar DeRozan who has been having a good season, but you know, not really deserving of an all-star nod. Yeah, I tend to agree. Just, I mean, I'll, I'll hit first on DeMar DeRozan. Um, there are currently 37 guys that are averaging 20 points or more in the NBA right now. 30, like, and, and that's with Russell Westbrook at 19.7, like basically at 20 points a game and bam at like 19.6. So you're talking about basically 40 guys deep in the NBA that are averaging 20 points a game. So the 20 points per game thing is really not, not to diminish it, but it's not as impressive as it used to be. Just like, you know, the, the NBA is in a, at a point now, especially with all the three-point shooting, where, like, it's just high-octane offense. Everybody scores. So 20 points per game doesn't get you in the All-Star game anymore. Mm-hmm. The West is deep as shit. Like, we did our podcast last week where we went through reserves, and, like, even Tab was like, oh, shit, this is really, really hard. Like, it's a really deep yeah. West. Like, and, you know, I was listening to the Low Post the other day, or Zach Lowe was on some podcast, and he was just like, I'm just so sick of having the conversation about snubs. Like, it's an All-Star game. Every year, guys are not going to make it, but <clears throat> you can't honestly say that the guys that made it are not deserving. Like, it's just not, you know, to Taz's point, like, who um, who on that roster right now would be, be like, oh, swap that guy out? Like, Zion is, like, 25 a game, and recently, Stan Van Gundy just, like, unleashed, like, point Zion, and he's been exponentially more fun and effective in the last couple weeks. Like, you want that guy in the All-Star game, and, like, Devin Booker got in you know, because of, of an injury, but like Devin Booker was way more deserving than DeMar DeRozan. Like he's definitely not a snub. Now the Spurs are, they're just like outside of LaMarcus Aldridge, that team is just like really young and fun. They've just got a lot of like, they've got a lot of fun guards, like, and some, some guys that are like fun wing players. Like Lonnie Walker has been fun this year. Kel- Kelton Johnson has been a fucking revelation. Like just yeah, like going well huge, huge come up for that kid. Um, he's like really, really fun. Um, yeah, like the whole team, man. Like, I mean, they, they're still getting some pretty decent production from like Patty. Patty Mills is having a really efficient season. Like, they're just a really fun team, and and, and they're just they're they're kind of athletic. Again, as long as Lamarcus Aldridge is not on the floor, um, like that's a dude who's just like a, a shell of himself. But you know, he's he's a little bit yeah. older and been in the league for a while, and like you know, the, the league has kind of passed him up. And he's thirty five, but. Yeah, they're just like a really man. Patty Mills is only thirty two. I'm curious to know. Um, he always feels yeah, like he's like, older than how, he is. When, what, what was his rookie season? Two thousand nine. Uh, let's take a look here. Patty, Patty Mills. Mills. I always feel like Patty Mills was one of those players who I was like, oh, like in like two years, I think he's gonna be great. Yeah. Oh nine. Uh, yeah. Oh nine okay. ten That's season was his rookie season. He's always been a. He's always been like a a very serviceable. I mean, this is player. this is the best season of his career. He's averaging his highest. Uh, his highest points per game ever right now at 13.3. Uh, he's got a 57% effective field goal percentage right now, 58. Like this is the best season. This is the best season he's ever had. Like he's potentially like, he's potentially like six man of the year candidate. Like he's been that good this year. Like for a team that is like, 
that is in the middle of the Western Conference, a very competitive Western Conference, no less. Like the Spurs are fun, man. The Spurs, I mean, we, we just talked about at the beginning of the episode, like they are the epitome of consistency. Like, yeah, just when you count them out, like, and look, DeMar DeRozan's only 31. Like he's 32. 31. Like, or, yeah. No, he's 31. Like he's still young. Like he's, yeah. you know, he's still young and he's still and nobody thought that he was done. He just, he went to a, an even smaller market team and, you know, the Spurs had kind of fallen out of favor and, and, you know, nearly made the playoffs last year. Like, you know, the dude's still a fucking all-star caliber player. Like he's going to yeah. continue to be that. He's just not, you know, he's kind of boring. He's just kind of a boring yeah. player. I understand that. Uh, on that, we're going to shift over a little bit to uh, another reliable. Mm-hmm. Remember that, guys? Reliable. Uh, a reliable team at this time in the East and also DeMar DeRozan's old team, the Toronto Raptors, currently 17 and 17, fourth in the East. Um, they're playing very well, but it seems uh, rumors came out that uh, allegedly Kyle Lowry, Kyle Lowry, why can't I speak today? Kyle Lowry allegedly would like to be traded to Philly if they were to ever trade him. That came out. I don't know if the Raptors had thought about trading Kyle Lowry at all. Can I just uh, can they, I just cut you off for a second? I like the way you're yeah. talking. You sound very Barack Obama right now, and I'm really feeling it. <laughs> uh, I don't know if they're going to trade Kyle Lowry, but oh, uh, uh, listen here, uh, the <laughs> Toronto Raptors. It's so uh, good. I love it. Are, I don't know. Anyways, I don't I don't think I didn't hear anything about the Raptors saying they want to trade Kyle Lowry, but what are you guys' thoughts on maybe towards the end of his career if Kyle Lowry would have finished in his hometown of Philadelphia? And also, why would he want to leave if the Raptors are currently playing very well? What do you guys think? Jay, I'm gonna let you go first. I mean, they're only recently on an upswing. I think this has been a really weird season for them. Like they're playing in Tampa Bay. Uh, it's, uh, it's just, it's been a weird season for them overall. They, like I said, they, they've been, they've, they've recently been on a, a positive surge, which is great. Um, but they've kind of always been, they've, they've kind of always been this team of like, you know, it's just like for the last couple of seasons since Kawhi left, we've had the conversation of like, all right, well now's the time to blow it up. Now's the time to blow it up. Ah, they should probably blow it up now. Um, you know, and like, we all thought pa- Pascal Siakam was going to like step into that Kawhi role and be like the go-to guy. And it's, I don't want to say it's clear that he's not that guy, but like, I mean, we talked about this via text. Like I, I wonder, I wonder if he's like one of the few people to ever start an all-star game and then never make another one. Like he's like, it's, it's an interesting case because he's been just okay. And granted he's got COVID like the, you know, the Bulls game got canceled because of that. Yeah. Um, or at least, you know, contact tracing or whatnot. So, but here's the thing, Kyle Lowry had a he had the opportunity to go to Philly a couple years ago. Like they were courting him. Like he's a Philly kid. Like he's always wanted to play there. And like a couple years ago, there was a really good chance. Mm. Selfishly, as an NBA fan, like looking at the East and looking at that Sixers team, man, Kyle Lowry on that Sixers team, that's fucking. I mean, you're talking about like send him to the fucking finals. Like that's a that's a serious Kyle Lowry is still like a fringe all-star player like yeah. caliber player especially yeah. recently like and he's a fucking I, leader man i love kyle lowry yeah i have to now give it over to tad because if there's one person that tad is almost always for sure is going to finally break down it's kyle lowry so tad let's hear your thoughts on this. i wish that if i was frustrated with my job i could just ask them to send me to uh our most successful competitor <laughs> <laughs> yeah she's like you know what i'm fucking tired of ad campaigns i want to go work for google yeah i can send me to google you guys need to trade me to google uh please figure that out uh 
yeah i like what i don't know like what's the deal with like these guys are like yeah i'm demanding a trade but only to these specific teams who also happen to be the best teams in the league and i don't know that like just frustrates me um i like in this case i'm not gonna i'm not gonna dog on kyle lowry too much because like i think he sees the writing on the wall and that's like basically that like look this team ain't competing for a while and like if we're gonna blow things up then number one, like get me out now. Number two, reward what I've done for the organization with a good faith trade and send me to some like, you know, a competitor where I can make an impact, especially because like he's probably he's Kyle Lowry's what, 33, 34? So yeah, like he's re- like he ain't long, much longer for the NBA. Like, I mean that guy that dude's gonna retire mm-hmm. soon. So like let the guy ride out right off into the sunset with a good team, maybe win another title. Like that would be great. Um is he a Hall of Famer? All very good, man. All I don't very think good. you could put it. Dude, his man, that, I think yeah, the championship helps, man. He was one I you would there, there was a there was a period there where he was one of the top five point guards. Dude, not not a, in the East. Maybe not in the not NBA. A, but not like, a sustained peak. Like I'm pulling up his numbers now. Sure. Um I'm looking at I just want right to make now, my yeah. final point. Weirdly, uh, all of his all stars. I, I think him and him and Philly would be great. I think that's a good fit. I think he'd he'd do well there. So if they want to send him to Philly, that's uh, that's great. But yeah, man, I, I don't know. He his early career is like nothing to write home about. Yeah, it's literally not until he goes to Toronto that he starts becoming a thing. It seems like everyone gave gave up on him and assumed because like his first All Star was his, uh, when he was 28, 2014, 2015 season. He went from. 28, 29, 30, 31, oh, 32, and 33. 25 Those, days, what, he'll be 35. Years? Oh, wow. Yeah. Look at that. 35 and 25. <laughs> uh, his best season, I think, is probably, what, 16, 17 with Toronto? He's averaging 22 points per game. Uh, seven assists, 4.8 rebounds. Yeah, pretty much that five is definitely rebounds his best. Yeah, dude, I, I, I'm looking at these numbers. He doesn't, he doesn't have an all-NBA... Oh no, he does. 15, 16 All NBA, six time All Star. Yeah, he does. I was gonna say yeah. maybe. I mean, if the if he gets in, it's like his 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 time at Villanova is gonna help. Because you always got to remember, it's the basketball. Yeah, the well, basketball like I said, the championship pushes the basketball the Hall of Fame, not not the NBA Hall of Fame. So sure, yeah, sure. Well, but he didn't win. He didn't win in at Villanova though. No, but he had a really good career there. Oh, he was great. He was yeah, playing he was with great. uh, he was playing with Randy, was, Randy man, he Foy. Was kind of, he was kind of like the third, and uh, yeah. Alan Alan Ray. Yeah. And I forget who was the other guy. Ray, Alan Ray. Yeah, 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 yeah. Alan Ray never did anything no, in the NBA. Had, like, he kind he of spent a, like three seasons yeah, with the Celtics kind of or something, a, and then he was gone. Patience, maybe. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I think I think like the Kyle Lowry rumors. I think that's mostly his team. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. are actually looking into it. Yeah, one hundred percent. Like it felt like. But I mean, to Tad's point. The dude, he's going to retire as the greatest player in Raptors history. Like, that's – you can't really argue that just based on accolades and what he did for that team and leading them to a championship. Like, all those things. Like, he will he will retire as the greatest Raptor in Raptors history. Um, not the most talented, like, greatest player for the Raptors, but he will be the yes, best Raptor. Yeah, player. I know exactly what like, you're saying. Like, Vince Carter is obviously the, the best – Right, I th- I think yeah. people sometimes confuse that. Like Vince Carter is the best player in Raptors history, hundred percent. There's like as far as like peak, yeah, duh. T- yeah. Like Vince Carter is one of the top, but one hundred players of all time. 
Right. But like what Kyle Lowry did for that franchise and also like the way that Vince kind of dicked them towards the end there, like he's the greatest Raptor ever. Like if you guys are not going to compete, give that guy an opportunity to win one more championship. And I think Philly is the answer hundred percent and send him home. Like yeah. what a cool fucking story that would be. Yeah. I mean, I got, I got no, I got no issue yeah, with it. That's true. Uh, do right by my man, you know? Yeah. Um, we'd slide down our spot to talk about uh, a former Raptors teammate of and former NBA champion Jeremy Lin uh, of the G League, who yeah, plays for the G League Warriors team. People forget, people forget. Yep, he was on that Raptors team that won. Um, oh my God, he was uh, on he that team. Spoke out against. Yeah, it's got a ring. Spoke out. Yeah, he spoke out against um, the racism that he has been getting in the G League by players and that he said he would not name because he said there was no need to you know add more things to that but uh, apparently people were calling him coronavirus um just slight little not cool guys let's maybe stop all the asian hate it has literally statistically kind of skyrocketed in the last couple of months um i don't know if there's anything you guys both want to add to this but i you know we can't we always want to say hey let's be nice to each other folks what the fuck being racist like I just don't under, I yeah. I just, ELE, I just yeah, yeah. literally though like I just don't understand, like I I it just boggles my mind that like this is this is an ongoing problem and continues to somehow get worse, um, I I just yeah I mean I don't know I do want to say a quick shout out to uh, uh Jay and I's buddy Jeff who we work with uh, who has like mentioned this a number of times. Um, because like, you know, people get a little performative about, um, like, you know, like I'm not going to get into that too much, but like, he always talks about how people don't, you know, recognize like Asians, like, you know, it's always like, oh, it's like black and white, but like, you know, there's not uh, a ton of recognition for, for people of like Asian, um, backgrounds. And, uh, you know, I mean like this is important. Like it's something that you don't know is going on until people like make themselves heard. So like shout out to Jeremy Lin for that. And I, I know that there's been um a lot of other stuff coming out about like, you know, crime against uh against like the Asian American community and whatnot. And so like yeah, I mean it's it, it like shout out to the league for investigating is like this whole thing too and, and figuring out what's going on because it's like like there's so much shit you can say to somebody on a on a basketball court that just doesn't have to be about the race. Like I, I, I just, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. Um, fuck those people. Just stop being racist. Everybody. It's like, not, yeah. it's not that hard. Like I, I live my life every it's, day, not being racist. It's pretty easy to tell you the truth. So just like, give it a shot. I, I promise you it, your day will be far less exhausting than hating people for no reason other than their ethnicity or the color of their skin. I assure you your life will be much better. Yes, I agree. Yeah, um, no, I'll, to just to, to add to Taz's point, like yeah. one fucking shout out to Jeremy Lin for speaking up because I think it's it's true. Like, you know, it's it's one of those things where like for, for you know for whatever reason, like the Asian community doesn't doesn't tend to get lumped into like conversations about racism and like you know things being done wrong to uh, uh you know people of of color or people of different ethnicities and like you know with with coronavirus like it got really really bad man like they like in chicago they ran a bunch of and, and san francisco did the same thing where like they had to do like promotional events to like get people to like buy from like vendors in chinatown just to like fight the bigotry and like you know uh the, the xenophobia like it was fucking nuts man like and, and you know 
it's <laughs> I, I'm ashamed to say that I know people that were like a part of that in the beginning. I was just like, guys, like, are you fucking cur- are you kidding me? Like, seriously? We're just like not gonna buy Chinese food because coronavirus? That's yeah, insane. That's like, ridiculous. What the fuck? Um, but in any case, like I, I'm 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 I think it's awesome that Jeremy Lin, I have these matches, they're like uh incense matches, they're my favorite thing, they're very bougie, but I love them. Anywho, um <laughs> Sorry, I'm distracted. Uh, but no, I, I think it's great. Like, I think it's great that he's speaking out about it. I think it's something that is like not often talked about. And it's like, it's not a thing that like, you know, the liberal media and like, uh, and, and, and many uh, celebrities will jump on because it's not the flavor of the moment. I think it's great that people are talking about it because I think it's 100% relative and real. It's so fucking real. Um, so yeah, I, I'm, I'm proud of Jeremy Lin. I think it's great. Um, you know, and he's, he is a, he is a, and just like Asians in general, like major minority in this sport. So it's, it's good to like bring this thing up because there's a, there's perceptions of people, you know, of, of Asian descent within basketball too. Like, it's just, you know, it, it's great. I think it's great that he did it. Um, I, now I kind of wish you, uh, Watanabe wouldn't have got dunked on like he did by Anthony Edwards. I think that would have been, that would have been good for the Asian culture in general, but no, no, that's bad. a terrible bad. joke. Bad. All right. Well, it is what it is. Terrible. I gave it, it, it was a just for that. We're moving on right now. <laughs> Sorry. That's terrible. I'm a bad person. Moving on. I'm a bad person. Um, Hey, uh, when it comes to the NBA, things are very well known. And that is this, the Celtics and Lakers win a lot of championships and the Knicks are a very expensive franchise. But they are fun when they are, when they do win. <laughs> that, and that was a good joke. Thank you. Holy shit. The Knicks are winning. Not a lot. But they're tied for fourth. Currently 17 and 17. On the exact opposite side, the Celtics are 16 and 17. Dropped down to sixth. And the Lakers, 23 and 11. They are completely fine still at third. But they have lost five of their last six. Uh, and Boston also has not been playing. I forgot what their last couple games have been, but they haven't been great. So, guys, I want to talk about this. Let's. I want to hear some praise for the Knicks because, holy shit, I can't believe they're playing so well. And I want to hear your thoughts on them playing well and your thoughts on the fact that the Lakers and the Celtics are not playing that well right now. Uh, Tad, let's start off with some Knicks talk. Julius Randle is having a statistically better season than Chris Bosh's best statistical season. I want you to marinate on that for a moment. Uh, How are the Knicks good? I don't understand. I've watched a handful of their games, like solely because, like, it's like one of those things where I'm like, oh, well, the other game kind of sucks. I guess I'll just watch this one. And, uh, like, you know, I I watch them a lot on, uh, like, like, not a lot, but I've watched them a fair amount on League Pass. And they're good. They're legitimately good. I can't figure out how. The roster makes no sense, but shout out Tom Thibodeau. I mean, they'll make the playoffs, and by the time they make the playoffs, like their entire team will be just exhausted because they, they all play 48 minutes a night. Like Literally, even the bench players play 48 minutes a night. It's statistically impossible, but somehow they all do it. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I don't know how they're good, but like they're good. It's kind of fun. Like I don't know. Like Sometimes I hate the Knicks, and sometimes I like them, and like sometimes I just really want – basketball at Madison Square Garden to mean something again and uh I kind of feel like it does now so um I think Laura might be throwing up in the bathroom I don't know I just heard a lot of a lot of retching so like it just completely <laughs> threw off it just completely threw off my train of thought I feel like I feel like we should probably cut I'm, so, that. I'm sorry I just like I, I 
We either cut that or make that yeah. the opening. That I, I just like it just completely <laughs> derailed it. my thought. Oh, good lord, that is fantastic. Uh, I'm check out if she's okay. Um, <laughs> I'm, I mean, I'll go. I'll go check out her after. I'll check her after. Uh, of course, she'll um, be fine. That's hilarious. Yeah, I don't God, know, man. Shots funny. to the Knicks. I got like I. It's all I got. Shots to the Knicks. <laughs> Yo, that is fucking great. No, listen, Tom Thibodeau, coach of the year. Um, no, I, Quinn Cook's probably going to win it, but um, he he won before, didn't he, Quinn Cook? I think so. I feel like he did. Maybe he didn't. No, he hasn't. He hasn't. He was up for it a couple years ago, but he definitely didn't. Um, I think it's great. Like, I think, listen, we've we've talked about this over the last four years of this podcast. When the Knicks are good, the NBA is fun. That's just a reality. It's just like they're one of those big market teams where you kind of want to see them be good. You know, because their fans are fun and their games are fun and the garden is fucking great. Like, you know, all the things like it's great. Like, I'm happy for Julius Randle. I was always a big fan of his coming out of Kentucky. He was in a weird situation there in L.A. And like, you know, his rookie season fucking snaps his tibia fibia because he's so goddamn strong. Like, it was the weirdest fucking injury I've ever seen. Like, um, it's great, man. I love that the Knicks are I love that the Knicks are good as much as I hated the Knicks growing up and still do like. You know, I want them to be good, not great. Like, let's be clear. <laughs> like, I don't want them to be great. That nobody wants that. That's fucking those people are insufferable and they're good. Um, but and by those people, I mean New Yorkers just in general. Like they're insufferable. Um, like now the Yankees are good again. It's awful. But um, <laughs> like, no, I, I think it's great, man. It's good for the NBA, it's good for that market. Like, I love it. Go Knicks. It's um, fucking awesome. I just want to make one quick point. Yeah. Uh, uh you are correct that Quinn Cook has never won a coach of the year because Quinn Cook is a point guard. <laughs> uh, Quinn Snyder, on the other hand, he just got released. also oh. not won a coach of the year. So, <laughs> Who gets there first is the I'm real Yes, Quinn Snyder. Who gets there I'm first? Just gonna, I'm going to go out on a limb. We don't know. I don't, don't know. I don't. I'm, I'm no guessing. I, I've, I've taken, I've put, taken some data points. Put some money on it. And I've analyzed it, and I've decided <laughs> that my hypothesis is that Quinn Snyder will win NBA Coach of the Year before Quinn Cook. Dude, let's put money on it. You know, what? I don't even know. I don't even know what Quinn Cook's like interests are outside of basketball. I don't even know if he wants to coach, but I'll put money on it. Let's just see what happens. You're probably gonna lose. So speaking of losing, um, the Celtics aren't playing that great. So let's move over to the Celtics now, because I'm looking at them, not including the game that they have to play tonight, because uh, we have not that game hasn't started yet. But you know, whatever. Uh, in the month of February, so far the Celtics are five and nine, and right before February started, they had a two game losing streak. So five five eleven, and their last was that five eleven and 17, 16 games, not a hot. Thank you. It's quick maths. Uh, not a hot, uh, not a hot month for the Celtics. What are we talking about? Let's talk about the Celtics struggles and the fact that Kemba Walker loves to smile even despite losses. Uh, how are we thinking about that, Jay? Go ahead and start. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> listen. Um, I think I was listening to a podcast today, and they were saying like their top four players, which like, if, like, I mean, if you break it down, it's basically Kemba, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, and Marcus Smart. They have played like I think a combined eleven minutes together this season. Just injury riddled throughout the year, like a lot of weirdness. Kemba's clearly not healthy. Marcus Smart's been out a lot of the season, and we talked about this cup like last week too. Where like they still have a problem at the five spot. Like they either have to choose to like unleash Robert Williams. Or like move on and find somebody else because 
Um, that's a problem area for them. It's insane to think that these two generational talents are potentially going to be on this team that never wins a championship. It's really weird to think about because, like, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum in particular, but, like, Jalen Brown has made a huge leap this year. These are two, like, generational wings, and, like, man, they're just kind of in this weird situation where, like, they just may never they may never get past this, like, being good in the East but never great in the East, like, situation, like Patrick Ewing. Like, it's going to be – it's it's a shame, man. It really is a shame. Thanks. Thanks, dude. Um, yeah, it's just going to be like, it, it's, it's a shame. Like they're just a really weird team. They're really inconsistent. Like, you know, it, it's, I, yeah, I don't know, man. It's really weird. Cause like earlier in the season, we were like, yo, this fucking Celtics seems legit, man. A couple injury, you know, a couple injured players come back. Everything's good. Like, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know what's going on with the Celtics, you know, Tatum and, and Jaden Brown to continue to do their thing. But the rest of their offense, like if those two guys are out, it's game over. Kemba has been bad, like bad, bad. I mean, the bulls are literally one game away from passing. That's oh, I mean, like that whole like basically they like five through ten in the east is like shuffling all the time. Yeah, like, the Bulls were at, the Bulls Miami, were at the six seed this week. Yeah, Boston and Miami are both sixteen and seventeen. Chicago, Indiana, and Charlotte are all fifteen and seventeen. I can't believe the Bulls might actually make the playoffs. Good for them. Good for They're them. not playing terribly, surprisingly. Uh, and let's 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 scoot on over to the Lakers. Do I not, uh, do I not get to weigh in on the Celtics? Anthony Davis. <laughs> I don't have much to say, so that's okay. Uh, I'm just gonna say, like, they 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 don't have an identity. Like, I don't know what that team is. Like, what what are they supposed to be? Um, They have a ton of offensive firepower, yet they like play a weird offensive game. They're like they're decent defensively, and they've got some good on ball defenders. But like, I don't know. Like, I don't think of them as a tough defensive team. Like, I just think this is a team like struggling to find an identity. And like, like Jay, you kind of alluded to it. Like, Kemba is clearly hurt. Um, Marcus Smart has been out for a myriad of reasons. Like they just like I don't know. And like fucking look, man, Daniel Tice or Daniel Tice is that right? What's why does that feel okay? I, I don't I don't know why that felt wrong when I said it, but like he's not the answer at the five spot. Like he's a fine player and he plays hard, but like they need somebody else. Like they need a they need a guy that can run the floor and uh like defend the lane. And just kind of like, you know, like, I, I don't, I don't know. Like it is, it is really weird how much my, I'm like our opinions, I think collectively have soured on these guys since last year, not last season, since early yeah. in the season, because like yeah. at one point I was like, yeah, these might be your champions. And now I'm like, oh, these might be your six seed, seven seed. Like, I still think they're going to make the playoffs. Yeah. They're going to be fine. Every team goes through bad stretches, but like they kind of got to figure out who they are and what they are in a pretty fucking, in a, in a big fucking hurry, frankly. I completely yeah. agree. I completely um, agree. real quick, just before we move over to the Lakers, uh, there was a thing I was seeing here that a lot of teams are upset with Danny Ainge because in the during the offseason he was trying to trade Kemba Walker without disclosing that he had a knee injury. And as we've already said, the knee injury was a lot worse than everyone thought it was. So a lot of teams have soured on Danny Ainge as of late. Do you guys think that's going to affect them uh, come trade trade season when the deadline's about to approach? Are they still be able to make a move? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, look, Danny Ainge has a stench on him since the Isaiah Thomas situation. I don't think it's it hasn't stopped people from wanting to go there. I think now I will say that when you look at and we've we've covered this to some extent, but like when you look at this at the Celtics free agency and 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 people kind of coming into the fold, like they don't have a good track record of keeping guys. Um, it, it's it's definitely interesting, and I'm not saying that that's necessarily directly at, like 
attributed to Danny Ainge. But, dude, Danny Ainge is going to continue to wheel and deal. He's one of the best GMs in the entire league. I have no concerns about that. He's just he's just he's very smart. He's <clears throat> his draft record is pretty rough, but uh, you know, outside of that, I mean, not rough. Like in recent years, like Peyton Pritchard was a good pick, but like they also took the kid out of Vanderbilt who basically can't get on the floor. Like Shemi Ojale, not a great pick. Like you know, there, there's I mean, been a few. In, in his defense, he's Williams. not. It's not like he's drafting at like premier posi- like you know positions no. in the draft. No, you're right. So. I agree. I agree. Like, is is it like yeah, if, you're, I mean, if you're a GM really and you're bad at drafting, but you're frequently drafting at the end of the first round, are you a good GM? Because like you've clearly put together a team that can contend, um, and just because like you can't draft like you know, like in the back, like I, I know that's just an interesting thing that just kind of popped up. Yeah, but I think like it's the same thing with like the Warriors, right? Like had the Warriors just struck on a couple guys cuz at the end of at the end of the draft, you're just you're filling right. your roles. Like you're just filling role players. That's exactly. But you you have to be able to draft those guys too because your team You need role you need you need role players. Thrives. Yeah. Like you need like no no teams have made it to the finals or won a finals without like quality quality role players. So like those picks are right. equally as important. Maybe not equally, but like they're 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 arguably just as important as these picks at the top of the draft. Especially if you're like if you're the, like the Spurs, who we've talked about ad nauseum today. Like when you're looking at being able to maintain longevity, those picks are crucial. And if they keep striking yeah. out, that's why like these windows just collapse. That's why. so quick. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Um, let's let's move on over. Oh, I was to say let's we're just gonna we let's move on because we could truly talk about right. the Celtics and their ups and downs for, for hours and hours. Let's talk about a team who has had some downs lately. Although as of about 10 minutes ago, are now up to second place without even playing a game because the Clippers just lost to the bucks. Um, I think, it was, I, think, I think it was on a Giannis game winner. Uh, yeah. Giannis game winning dunk. Love uh, a game. Got winning the ball dunk. almost at the three point line. Two, took two steps and dunked the ball. And then I think he blocked Zubox. He had, well, he had four blocks total. I think he had a block Zubox towards the end, too. Um, Say that ten times fast. Five times fast. Say yeah, two times fast. Block Zubox, ten, <laughs> block Zubox at the end. Um, but anyways, so the Los Angeles Lakers, it's currently 23-11. and 11. Um, I think they're, what, one and one and six or two and six since Anthony Davis has left. Uh, they're not looking too good right now. Do you think uh, these are something that they need to worry about? They are also missing Dennis Schroeder. Do we think this is just a small stint or is there any actual glaring holes that can be seen from this Lakers team from this uh, recent? I'm going to say this. Jay, I'm sorry. I'm just going to hop in real fast. Please, This team please. legitimately is missing Dwight Howard and JaVale McGee. I can't believe that I just said that out loud. But like I watched their game the other night and, and Montrezl Harrell has been, been good for them. And. Marcus Sol has basically been like a net zero, which I guess is fine. Like he doesn't really contribute anything, but he also doesn't really harm anything. But like I was watching that game and I was right. like, oh my God, like they could use JaVale McGee or Dwight Howard, like probably both, frankly. And like that would help them a ton. Now, having said that, Dennis Schroeder has been having like a career season. Anthony Davis obviously has been playing really, really well. Five years ago, you asked LeBron to lead, like, just to like lead the team out of this. Like, you can do that, but like, you can't lean on thirty-six-year-old LeBron, like, to just drag the team. Like, I mean, I, could he do it? Sure. Like, I mean, they've they've won a few games. Um, you know, it's not like they're like they've lost every single game since this happened. Um, I'm not worried. I wouldn't be worried if I was a Lakers fan. I wouldn't be worried if I was, you know, 
anybody roughly affiliated, loosely affiliated with the Lakers, like they're going to be fine. You've got LeBron, Anthony Davis will come back. Like this is, you know, this is the age old thing where it's like, dude, LeBron just needs to make the playoffs. So like if Anthony Davis needs to get a, like Mm -hmm. a decent amount of rest to make sure he's all good to go. Like the only thing that matters is, is playoff time. Um, so they're fine. I will say this, like I, they, they're definitely not as good as they were last season, at least in my humble opinion. And they, what I, I think is very interesting is even like the top contenders. I don't feel like there's a runaway favorite like mm-hmm. at all to win the finals this year. So it, I don't know. It's kind of exciting. Like I'm like, this is the most parody I think we've had in the league in a long time. And I think that's terrific for the league and for the product and for, the casual fan um, and the hardcore fan alike. But yeah, I don't think I'm not, I'm not worried about the Lakers, but like, you know, it could be better. Yeah. I think like losing the modern day version of Kevin Garnett will definitely hurt you. I mean, they had like a, I think they were on like an eight game win streak before Anthony Davis went down and then they went on this side. So like seven real quick, seven game win streak in which they played three straight games where they went to overtime, one of which double overtime. In the month of February, they played five <laughs> overtime quarters. Right, and that's I think there's incredible. something to be said about that, just like the amount of basketball. And like we talked about this before, but like they were the last team, they were one of the two last teams to play actual basketball in the bubble before we open back up again. Um, you know, listen, Anthony Davis gives them something on the defensive end, which to Tad's point, like losing JaVale McGee and Dwight Howard – they sacrificed defense this year for more offense. Like they they made a they made a concerted effort to be more of an offensive threat this year than a defensive threat. I think last year they were more of a de- defensive minded team because uh, the only two scores that they had were basically LeBron and AD. So they won with their defense. This year they decided to double down on offense with Dennis Schroeder and and or Dennis Schroeder and 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 uh, um, Montrez. Like you know making those pickups. Um, but here's the thing: like Tad mentioned, Marcus Saul. I mean, you just basically switch that guy on a, on a pick and roll, and like you, you at this at this rate at this point in his career, like he's out on an island. Like if you get him out on an island, that's a problem. Like he's a good well, defensive player in the terms of like knowing how to play within the scheme of a de- like a de- like a team defense like scheme. But as a one on one defender, like that's not where he thrives. He never did, frankly. Uh, and Montrez Harrell's also not a guy who's like known as a defender. So you sacrifice a lot on the defensive end as well. When you lose, I mean, Kyle Kuzma's been a better defender this year, but like across the board, like they sacrifice a lot this year. And when a guy like Anthony Davis goes down, your defense suffers. Like, and you know, I mean, you look at their lot, their four game losing streak, like, you know, a couple close games there, but like they weren't scoring much, which, you know, Dennis Schroeder being out, Anthony Davis being out, that hurts them. But like, I mean, I guess they weren't giving up that much now that I look at it, like 109, 96, like an OT game up to 27. Close games. Well, that, except that Jazz game, 114 to 89, or the Nuggets game where it was 122 to 105. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting to think, like, oh, uh, you know, lose. I mean, yeah, losing Anthony Davis, like, they're not giving that much, many points out, but they're also not scoring much. Like, even, you know, LeBron James had 19 the other day in the loss to Utah. So, like, you know, they'll be fine once Anthony Davis comes back. Like, they're also not in a rush to get him back because, like, they're trying to make a playoff run, man. They don't give a shit about that. Like, mm-hmm. just fucking get in the playoffs and, like, we'll win the championship again. Yeah. Um, all right, let's move on over to things we'd like to we're excited for for this week. We got what's an excitement for one of you guys? If anyone um, feels anything, I mean, Jay, you got another for the whole week. Yeah, I'm just I'm excited for another week in Texas. I'm just yeah, I'm kind of vibing with Texas right now, so I'm just kind of hanging out, enjoying it. Texas is cool. Maybe go to a Rockets game. I'm talking to somebody right now about potentially 
buying tickets for the Wednesday game against the Nets. Tickets are like 60 bucks. Super cheap. Damn. It's not too bad, actually. It's great. Truly. That's what yeah. I want. That's awesome. Tad, feel anything? Any uh, Luca guards? Yeah, the, right? they, they just got uh, absolutely smacked by Michigan the other night and then just responded by Ooh. just now beating the piss out of Ohio State. So I have no idea. I have, I have no idea what this Iowa basketball team is. I truly don't. Like some days they're like they look like world beaters, and then other days they look like, uh, I don't know, just not good. Um, what am I looking Children. forward to this week, though? Look, <laughs> I know this is uh, this is the wrong thing to do, and I'm 100 percent approaching this the wrong way, but I don't care. I am fully embracing fake spring in Chicago right now. I am fully embracing over 50 degree weather, sunshine, being able to go on walks. Uh, walking through nasty ass melted muddy puddles of snow um i'm excited i'm excited about that that is what i am looking forward to um i think i'm excited to uh i i had started and then stopped watching it now i've restarted like from the beginning it's not many episodes but i'm about halfway no almost three quarters done with barry so i'm so good finishing that this love week. Barry. Oh, barry slight problem oh, good. i watched it's really funny. <laughs> the the first episode, right after he kills all those dudes, um, when he sits down at that restaurant, you can see my job. I work at that chase. It's oh, so no weird. Shit. That's, that's weird. Wild. Yeah. It's that it's like a giant chase logo when he sits down, and I was like, "Hey, that's Patty's," and I was like, "Hey, that's my job." <laughs> I, love uh, it. I know. Like I walked the other day. I walked the area. It's weird to say, but I walked the 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 television shows crime scene. Uh, and I was like, oh, look, this is where it all happened. This is where, this where the guy got shot in the face. This is where all those squibs went off. <laughs> all, at one time. Uh, all right. Is there anything you guys like don't care about coming up for this upcoming week? Um, this is uncharacteristic of me based on what I've gone through over the last week. But I think I'm just going to say red meat. I'm just like, I don't give a shit about red meat anymore. I think I'm, <laughs> I need a fucking salad. I, I haven't had a vegetable in two weeks. To the, to <laughs> the surprise of absolutely no one. Right. <laughs> if you've been following along my trip on Instagram, you know it's been a very red meat heavy in Texas, uh, man. trip you just, to Texas. You can't eat nothing but red meat, bro. This is what it is. Um, no, I mean, especially yeah. now that I'm in Houston, like if I ask them, like, where's the nearest sweet green? People are going to laugh at me. So gotta, I got to be real cognizant of that. You know? What don't There's I don't different vibes. Austin, they're all over the place. I don't really have anything I don't I don't care about, honestly. Yeah, that's OK. I don't need it. There's week. just not uh I'm cool this week. Oh, sorry. Excuse me. There's just uh, not a ton. Yeah, that yawn, yawning on the podcast is good radio. Um, yeah, just not. There's not a whole lot going on that has my attention to the point where I'm like, oh, this is something like I actively don't give a shit about. It's more like this is something that I didn't even know was occurring, and so like I can't not give a shit about mm-hmm. it because I don't know that it's going on. So, it's like roundabout yeah, logic. Yeah. Oh, one thing I forgot to mention, one thing that I'm looking forward to this week that I forgot to mention and that's on the NBA front is I am going to be very curious to see where Boogie ends up. Yeah, that'd be nice to see where he ends up. If you guys think he's going to go L.A., help that defense that they needed? I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, he's, I don't know if he'd help much. They but. need that big man. I mean, they Sounds need a big man press down. Oh, could you imagine if he goes to the Celtics? <laughs> Holy hmm? shit. Holy shit! I just want him. See, I just want to see him attempt to kill James hand. Harden. That's all. I like. I want to. Like I and I. I mean, like. Uh, well, I was gonna say, what does he do if they send him to Brooklyn? That's that's why. 
That's why Boston like, would be picking up. Well, he's not sending. It's not sending it. He, he got waved. He can go where the fuck he wants. Well, that's, I mean, I mean, like they pick him up. That's what I meant to say. Yeah, that'd be weird. Um, that'd be weird. <laughs> oh, hey, welcome back. <laughs> um, all right, let's uh, let's go over. You to can follow me on Twitter at Tad Hall underscore, and you can follow me on Instagram at Tad dot Hall. That's T A D dot H A L L. And you can follow me at J underscore Keyless on Instagram and Twitter. You can follow me at Naked Palooza, and you can follow the podcast at NBA Pod. Uh, also, follow Jay on Clubhouse. Uh, we're going to get back to the listening to doing the uh, around the NBA League Pass uh, right this week. I mean, we'll probably we'll have time, maybe. Unless, oh, you know what, Jay? If you go to the Nets game, we'll just call you. And talk call to me you while I'm there. Game. We'll talk about it while I'm there. And people, I'm sure. I'm sure the people that are sitting twelve feet away from me will probably love that. I'll love it. Um, just hear you t- 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 Follow the follow Valley Ghostbusters oh, on TikTok. Call. Valley Ghostbusters. Yeah. Yeah, the post we put up today, I think, is at like 26,000. So that's pretty nice. We're going to be famous. Yeah. <laughs> all, all, off, all off of your success. I can't wait to yeah, ride your 26,000. 26. That feels good. It's a good feeling. That's a lot of serotonin. So thank you, people. Serotonin. Never mind. You're going to hey. give me some of that. So. It's been <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's hard to get these days, but when you get it, <laughs> All right. For Tad, for Jay, I'm Nikki. This has been the NBA. Bye. We're out.